Bernardino International Airport. Breeze can save you serious time and money so you can go, see, and do more than ever before. Oh, and we never charge change or cancellation fees. That's pretty nice, huh? Book today at flybreeze.com or download the Breeze app. Breeze Airways, seriously nice. Music of inspiration, messages of hope, and moments of reflection. Join us every Sunday on BYU Radio for This is Sunday. You'll hear words of encouragement from religious leaders, stories from Scripture, and uplifting music. A moment to reflect in good faith. Music and the spoken word. Listen to our Sunday shows on demand at byuradio.org or find them wherever you download your podcasts. Sundays are special on BYU Radio. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Austin Dimming leading off the top of the seventh inning. BYU leading 7-0. In the second inning, Dimming hit a Zions Bank home run for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. And the first pitch, he goes the other way and fouls it out of play. Strike one to Austin Deming. Deming with two home runs in three games so far for the Cougars, and he looks at ball one from Caden Copeland out for inning number three of work. In fact, let's get you our on-the-rubber feature brought to you by Big O Tires. 1-1 pitch to Deming. Strike two. Let's start with the home team, Louisiana Tech. Raleigh Hector and Caden Copeland combined for six, giving up seven hits, seven runs, three earned, four walks, and three strikeouts. A 1-2 pitch, and it is a strikeout of Austin Deming. And there's one away here in the top of the seventh inning. Looking at the BYU pitchers, and probably should take the S off of that because it's singular. It's Cutter Clawson. He's pitched six innings, two hits, no runs. He's walked two, and he struck out nine. It's been fantastic. Ryan Sapiti comes to the plate. Those are your pitching numbers brought to you by Big O Tires. And Ryan Sapiti launches that into left field, and that is over the wall for another home run in this game. A solo shot for Ryan Sapiti. And we've been on seven for a while. How about we make it eight? Nothing Cougars. All of these home runs have been over the left field wall. And Ryan Sapiti now joins Austin Deming with two home runs on the season. Two home runs for each through just three games. And it's now eight nothing BYU. What a blast. And another. Home run brought to you by Zions Bank. Easton Jones getting his second plate appearance. He came in as a pinch hitter two innings ago for Safaya Mauwai. 1-0 pitch. Fouled off and right in front of the Cougar dugout. BYU. The 1-1 pitch. 
to Jones. Looked like it was a bit inside, but does get the call. One and two. One out. And the one-two pitch to Jones. Base hit through and into center field. That is the first base hit for Easton Jones as a BYU Cougar. Welcome to the club, Easton. That's now nine hits for the Cougars, and that's a one-out single for Easton Jones. Brock Watkins now at the plate. He walked in the fifth. Flight out and has struck out. And he swings and misses on strike one from Caden Copeland. BYU scoring their first run since the second inning. It's 8-0 Cougars. Another swing and a miss by Watkins, and he falls behind 0-2. The 0-2 pitch in the dirt. And Jones on the move trying to steal second. And the throw is in time. The tag is placed. And Jones is caught stealing. And that's out number two. So Jones is erased. And now it's a 1-2 count to Brock Watkins. My son Bo just texted me that Team Jazz won the skills challenge. Congratulations to Team Jazz. 1-2 pitch. Goes the other way. Foul ball and just barely. That barely went foul right before it reached the first base bag. Sorry, I probably should have said spoiler alert for anybody that may be uh, recording that. Well, at least you'll know you'll be watching something positive. Two outs, base is empty, and a 1-2 count. Upcoming for Brock Watkins. 1-2 pitch, and it's a strikeout of Brock Watkins and out number three. But Ryan Sapiti adds to the Cougars' lead, a solo shot over the left field wall. BYU 8, Louisiana Tech 0. We will head to the bottom of the seventh. Time for our seventh inning stretch, brought to you by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics, back after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At Smith's, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations. And to make sure a bad apple won't spoil the whole bunch, we're dedicated to doing up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies, checking for things like color, scarring, and more, making sure you only get the crunchiest apples. In fact, only the best produce like juicy pears, zesty oranges, and crisp carrots reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh... You can go, see, and do more than ever before. Oh, and we never charge change or cancel fees. That's pretty nice, huh? Book today at flybreeze.com or download the Breeze app. Breeze Airways, seriously nice. I'm Lisa Valentine Clark, host of The Lisa Show. I told this story on a show and months later had someone come up to me and say, I'm a caregiver right now. I'm going through a really hard thing. I listened to that and I thought she understands. Thank you for being able to talk about difficult things and still 
laugh about it, and still find something in it. The Lisa Show. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or download the BYU Radio app. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Done, and he was brilliant. Six innings, two hits, no runs, two walks, and nine strikeouts. Making way for Peyton Cole facing George Corona. Peyton Cole, that is a pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. The 0-1 pitch misses away. This is Peyton, or Peyton, depending on where you live in Utah. His first appearance of 2023. 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss by Corona. 1-2. and two. Stay with us for post-game comments from head coach Trent Pratt. We'll obviously talk to him about both games and obviously hope to get a player as well. 1-2 pitch, fouled off. The count stays 1-2. and two. The 1-2 pitch from Peyton Cole inside. Evens the count at 2-2. Two two. Peyton from... The Las Vegas area. Eight nothing BYU. The two two pitch on its way. And Corona stays alive, fouls it off to the right side. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning. BYU eight runs on nine hits. And Corona stays alive, fouls the pitch back to the screen. Now one of the ball boys comes back out and hands some new baseballs to the home plate umpire, Colby Vidrine. If you missed it, about two innings ago, Lane Burroughs, the head coach of the Bulldogs, thrown out. He's not happy with a call made by the umpires. Initially, he was upset because there was not a call made on a check swing. Thought he went around. They appealed. He didn't like the answer and got thrown out. Payoff pitch. Corona goes the other way, lines it into shallow right, and it will fall down for the third base hit of the night for the Bulldogs. Corona is at first base with a leadoff single. That is his first base hit of the game. He was 0 for 2 prior to that at bat. And a pinch hitter, McLeod at shortstop is out. Jeffrey Ince is a redshirt freshman from Brandon, Mississippi, and a transfer from Mississippi State. He will come in. He wears number 13. So he will bat in the seventh spot. Jeffrey Ince. I-N-C-E. And that pitch gets away from Peterson. And Corona now at second base. One ball, no strikes to Ince, the pitch hitter. Now a runner at second and nobody out. Swing and a miss by Ince. 
The count now, one ball and one strike. Cole on the mound in relief of tonight's starter, Cutter Clausen. Peyton, the 1-1 pitch. Low and inside, 2-1. Two and one. Two balls and a strike. And the pitch. Misses high, three and one. To the Bulldog, pinch hitter. Game four, five o'clock mountain time, six o'clock local time here in Louisiana on Monday. Cougars looking to go into that game with a 2-1 advantage in the series. Ground ball to Pratt at second. Makes the easy throw over to first. One away. The runner does advance to third, so Corona now at third base. Ethan Bates 0 for 2. A ground out and a strikeout. He'll head to the batter's box to face Peyton Cole. First pitch to Bates. Strike one, fastball right down central. The 0-1. Lined into right field. It will fall for an RBI. Corona scores from third. And it's an RBI single for Ethan Bates. And in the bottom of the seventh, La Tech finally gets on the board. BYU's lead now 8-1. The number nine hitter, Colton Hedgewood, is 0-2. Struck out looking both times. Jason Shepard coming to you from Ruston, Louisiana. Louisiana Tech University and J.C. Love Field at Pat Patterson Park, a.k.a. the Love Shack. First pitch to Hedgewood. Misses high, ball one. Getting the 2023 BYU baseball season underway. Love, we've got baseball back. 1-0 pitch, and it's now 2-0. And now, pitching coach Abe Alvarez is going to walk out on the mound, as will Chase Peterson, to talk with Peyton Cole. Right now, it looks like it's just a conversation. Just the three of them on the mound going over. And just a quick uh, conversation. Coach Alvarez already on his way back to the dugout. So... What he had to say was brief, and play will resume momentarily with a 2-0 count to Colton Hedgewood. Moments ago, the Bulldogs finally getting on the board, their first run and their fourth hit of the game. BYU's lead is now seven runs. It's 8-1. The pitch to Hedgewood. Another ball into right field. That's three in this inning that have gone to right field. And now, the Bulldogs starting to get a little life here. Two on and one out. 
Five hits for Louisiana Tech. And we're back to the top of the order in Jonathan Hogart. This inning has featured Corona leading things off with a single to right field. Jeffrey Ince grounded out to second, and then Bates with an RBI single to right, and Colton Hedgewood with a single to right. Swing and a miss by Hogart. No balls and a strike. Cole gets the sign from Peterson. Sets, looks back at second base, kicks and delivers. Ball one. Good block by Peterson. Both runners stay put. One and one the count to Hogart. The 1-1 pitch on its way. High ball two. Double play gets you out of the inning. One away here in the bottom of the seventh. BYU still in control. It's 8-1. But you want to shut down this uh, attempted rally here by the Bulldogs. 2-1. Pitch on its way. Outside, 3-1. And it was late in... The previous game today, BYU led 6-2. And Louisiana Tech scored six unanswered, and they would win the first game of the doubleheader today, 8-6. 3-1 pitch. This ball is a liner into left and right into the glove of Tate Gamble. Oh, playing it perfectly, out number two. A big out number two for the Cougars. I thought that ball was going to die right in front of him, and it just stayed up long enough for Tate. All he had to do was sort of bend over a little bit. Made the catch. And now Cole McConnell comes to the plate with two away and runners at first and second. Timeout has been called. Chase Peterson, Brock Watkins out to talk with, well, and now Ozzie Pratt is coming in. I think they're going to talk about how they want to set this up defensively. You've got your first base and third base players staying put. They wanted to see how they wanted to play it up the middle. McConnell walked in the first, struck out in the third, and grounded out to third base in the fifth inning. Two away. Peyton Cole on the mound facing Cole McConnell. The first pitch. Ball one. Vest, Peterson, and Pratt do up for BYU in the eighth. 1-0, now 2-0 to McConnell. BYU here in the bottom of the seventh. The 2-0 pitch. Misses high. Three balls and no strikes to Cole McConnell. I'm going to assume he'll take here, but who knows? Maybe maybe he'll get the green light. My guess is he'll take it. Let's find out together. 
3-0 pitch, and it was a take all the way, and it's ball four. And the bases are loaded with two outs. Dalton Davis, who already has a double in the ballgame, so one of the five Bulldog hits has come off the bat of Dalton Davis, but he's one of three. That double, a strikeout, and then he lined out to center. But now batting with two outs and the bases loaded. First pitch to Davis. Misses away, ball one. The 1-0 pitch. Gets the outside part of the plate. Great location from Peyton Cole. Evens the count at 1-1. One one. The 1-1 pitch. In the dirt. Good block by Peterson. Everybody stays put. 2-1 the count. Limit the damage to just the one run. You still have a seven-run advantage. 2-1 pitch. And it's a ground ball to Deming. Gloves throws to second for the force out. Way to go, Peyton Cole. Out of the inning. That's out number three. The Bulldogs do get on the board their first run of the game. But the Cougars' lead is 8-1, heading to the eighth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Home is where you get to do your thing. Peaceful backyard yoga, suspenseful tabletop campaigns, the highs and lows of playoff season, or simply your favorite meals with your favorite people. Whatever your thing is, we can all agree that spider webs, ant trails, mosquito bites, or rodents can really mess up those great moments. With premium pest control from Sela, you can care for your home and protect your moments. Because whatever your thing is, it's better without bugs. Visit SalaPest.com to start your service today. That's S-A-E-L-A-Pest.com. At Burger Supreme, it's all about the fry sauce. Our chefs have spent the last 375 years perfecting the one sauce to replace all others. Put it on your fries, your burgers, your chicken, your cereal. Dip your donuts in it. Wash your children with it. It truly is the one miracle cure for bursitis. <clears throat> Sir, uh, none of that's true, you know. Well, it's some darn good fry sauce. Can't argue with that. Burger Supreme, 1796 North University Parkway at Brigham's Landing. I think about religion as a as relationship. I don't think of it as just a set of facts to master or, you know, a kind of test to get through or even, you know, who's right and who's wrong, who's on the right team. For me, it's it's all about relationship and every kind of relationship requires patience. Patrick Mason discusses what he finds expansive in Latter-day Saint doctrine in Good Faith Sunday on BYU Radio and the In Good Faith podcast. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Welcome back to the Love Shack in Ruston, Louisiana. New pitcher on the mound. Number 34 is Tanner Knight, a 6'3", 205-pound senior from Eupora, Mississippi. Transfer in from East Central Community College. He'll head to the mound here in the top of the eighth to face the eight, nine, and one hitters, Vest, Peterson, and Pratt. BYU's lead is eight to one. They've also out hit the Bulldogs nine to five. So Tanner Knight facing Cooper Vest. 
And the first pitch to Coop. Misses, ball one. Cooper, one for three, and now looks at ball two from Knight. Two balls and no strikes to Cooper Best, the Cougar first baseman here in game three of the season. 2-0 pitch, inside, 3-0 to Coop. Base is empty in a 3-0 pitch, and now 3-1. BYU's offense, most of it has been early in ball in the ball game. Two in the first, five in the second, and then no runs until the seventh inning. Solo home run from Sapiti made it 8-0. Bulldogs get a run. It's now 8-1, and a swing and a miss. The count now full to Cooper Vest. Full count, Knight delivers. Cooper lifts it into shallow center in between three players, and it's the center fielder McConnell in to make the catch. I thought there was a chance that was going to fall in between all three of them, but it carried far enough that McConnell was able to make the catch one away. Best retired, out number one in the eighth. That'll bring in the catcher, Chase Peterson. Chase over two with a walk. And he goes the other way. The ball stays up enough right into the glove of Hogart. And actually, I believe that is a, that may be a pinch hitter, a defensive substitution rather. That may be uh, Myers in left. That has not been changed in the stat broadcast. And I do not believe that is Hogart. Now Ozzie Pratt will bat with two outs. I'm pretty sure that that's a Darius Myers in left field as a defensive substitution, and it is. They just made that change. Maybe they heard me. So Myers now in left, taking over in the leadoff spot. Swing and a miss, two and one. The count now to Ozzie Pratt. So I quickly uh, make some changes in my scorebook. Foul ball, two and two now to Pratt. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Base is empty here in the top of the eighth. 2-2 two -two pitch. Check swing by Pratt. Ball three, and it's a full count. Tate Gamble due up next for BYU. Full count. Payoff pitch. And Ozzy stays alive, fouls it back to the screen. We'll do it again. Ozzie, two for four, a single in the first, and an RBI double in the second. Lined, it, lined out in the fourth and grounded out in the sixth. Knight with the 3-2, 
Inside, ball four, and it's a two-out walk for Ozzie Pratt, and the inning does extend to Tate Gamble. Tate one for four, but it's a pretty big one. One of the three RBI doubles in that second inning. Tate was responsible for one of them. So he'll bat with Pratt at first and two away here in the top of the eighth. Pitch, foul tip, strike one. Birchfield, Drost, and Jackson Slaughter looks like is going to come in as a pinch here. Those are the three due up in the bottom of the eighth for Louisiana Tech as Knight throws over to first. Slaughter is going to come in and catch, it looks like, for George Corona. So Corona's evening is done. A one pitch and strike two. As a child of the 80s, I can't hear the last name Slaughter without thinking of Sergeant Slaughter. If you know, you know. 0-2 pitch. Ground ball knocked off the glove of the third baseman. They'll throw to first, not in time. Good hustle by Tate Gamble. That ball was chopped. The third baseman, Bates, had a beat on it. Bounced away from the glove. Decent throw, but Tate's speed just too quick. And he beats it out. And another hit for the Cougars, now 10. Two on, two outs. Cougars doing some work with two outs again here in the top of the eighth inning. Knights pitch to Cole Gamble. Strike one. Knight, the third pitcher of record for the Bulldogs. The 0-1 pitch to Cole Gamble. Bounces in front of home plate. Nice block by Jackson Slaughter. Runners at second, or excuse me, first and second. And the 1-1 pitch in for strike two. One ball, two strikes, and two outs. Pratt at second. Tate Gamble at first. And it's a strikeout of Cole Gamble. And that will end the top of the eight. BYU's lead still 8-1, heading to the home half here in Ruston on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Wilner and O'Reilly is Utah's leader in immigration law. Whether you are a business needing immigration solutions for your employees or an individual wanting assistance for yourself or your family, they can help. Wilner and O'Reilly has helped thousands of people immigrate to the U.S., including world-class athletes and entertainers, highly skilled workers in various industries, as well as family members of U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more at WilnerO'Reilly.com. Wilner and O'Reilly, immigration solutions for Utah and abroad. Hi there. Welcome to BYU Athletics. Let's take a tour. 
From up here on Y Mountain, you can see the Marriott Center, where over 18,000 fans watch exciting BYU basketball. Over there, you can see the Smith Fieldhouse for volleyball and South Field for soccer. And see that big blue Y? That's Lavelle Edwards Stadium, where almost 65,000 fans watch Cougar football. When you become a partner with BYU Athletics, thousands of people will see your brands and messaging during live games. To learn more, email sponsorship at byu.edu today. Every new year, we're inundated with messages about how to get the body that will finally make us happy. Wouldn't it be refreshing if we could learn how to be happy with the bodies we already have instead? Hi, I'm Lisa Valentine Clark, host of The Lisa Show. And on our newest season, I'm on a quest to discover the tools we need to actually have a healthy body image, to be empowered in our own skin. So come along with me. You can find The Lisa Show wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Another PZ Printing pitching change. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print, making his Cougar debut. Number 37, Ben Hansen, the freshman, 6'6", 210-pound righty from Pleasanton, California. This is one of the pitchers that the coaching staff is very excited to have. He's a transfer from Vanderbilt. He never did pitch at Vandy. He committed to Vandy at a high school and then went on his mission to the Dominican Republic. Big time arm. Obviously, when you come back from a mission, you're always kind of working back. But he's going to be a big part of this program moving forward. And his brother also transferred in, Brett. He's not going to pitch this year. But it's uh, fun to see Ben Hansen making his Cougar debut. And he'll face Walker Birchfield. And Ben's first ever pitch is a Cougar, a strike right down the middle. Birchfield, Drost, and Slaughter do up here in the bottom of the eighth with BYU up 8-1. The 0-1 pitch misses away, 1-1 one one the count. BYU men's basketball team getting ready to take on St. Mary's, I think in the next uh, five to ten minutes in Moraga. 1-1 one, one pitch, fouled straight back. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant on the call. Cleon Wall filling in for me as studio host. One ball, two strike count to Birchfield. Hanson delivers the one-two pitch. Misses high. The count even at two and two. Hanson, the third pitcher of the night for the Cougars. Cutter Clausen was the starter. He was relieved by Peyton Cole and now Ben Hanson. And the two-two pitch misses low and away. Full count. Now to Walker Birchfield here in the bottom of the eighth inning. BYU leading by seven runs. The payoff pitch from Hanson. Ground ball, fair, just fair, over the third base bag, and it landed on the line. And the throw into second is not in time. A leadoff double for Walker Birchfield. We're talking inches from being foul. (laughs) 
Adarius Myers is actually going to come in and bat for Brody Drost in the fifth spot. And it's a base hit up the middle and into center field. The runner will stop at third. Myers stops at first. So runners on the corners with nobody out. BYU has a seven-run lead, but the first two have reached here in the bottom of the eighth, and nobody out. That'll bring in Jackson Slaughter. A double and a single here in the eighth inning for the Bulldog offense. A throw over to first base. Myers diving back headfirst. Jackson Slaughter, redshirt sophomore from El Dorado Hills, California. He's a long ways from home. And he looks at ball one from Ben Hansen. Gladly give up a run for a double play here. Another throw over to Myers at first. He gets back to the bag. pitch jammed slaughter and he fouls it back to the screen and the count now one ball and one strike runners on the corners and nobody out here in the bottom of the eighth Hanson delivers the one one pitch swing and a miss good fastball strike two One-two pitch on its way from Hansen. Ooh, I thought the home plate umpire, he moved his right arm as if he was going to call the pitch on the outside part of the plate. I don't know, maybe he maybe just had to wiggle the arm. Maybe it, was, maybe it was going to sleep. Ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Two-two pitch to Slaughter inside, and then it's a full count now to Jackson Slaughter. Payoff pitch on its way. Slaughter lifts it high in the air to center field. Cole Gamble there. Oh, he misses it. He misplayed it, and the ball falls to the ground. They will throw to second for the out. So you do get one out, but the runner scores from third, and it's now 8-2. to two. I'm not sure if Cole maybe lost that in the lights. He was underneath it. looked like he had a play on it and just misjudged it. So it's now 8-2 BYU, but you do get an out, and there's still a runner at first. So the double play gets you out of the inning with only one run scoring. Ground ball, foul pass first off the bat of Ince. Eight two here in the bottom of the eighth. BYU in the lead. No balls and one strike to Jeffrey Ince. 
The 0-1 pitch, now 0-2 on Ince. BYU eight runs on 10 hits. Louisiana Tech, two runs, seven hits. 0-2 pitch, ball one, quick throw down to first. Slaughter back to first base in time. Ground ball to short. Bounces away from Watkins. He's able to throw to second, though, in time. Way to regroup Brock Watkins. That ball bounced right up to him, kind of bounced away from him. He didn't panic. He was able to collect himself, throw over to second for the force out, and out number two. Great job by Brock Watkins. So 6-4 on the force. Ince will reach on the fielder's choice. The batter is Ethan Bates, and he's looking at an 0-1 count from Ben Hansen. The 0-1 pitch, now ball one. Deming, Sapiti, and at least for right now, Easton Jones do up next when we reach the top of the ninth. One one count to Ethan Bates. Hansen's pitch. Now one and two. One ball, two strikes, two outs, runner at first. One run in here in the bottom of the eighth. It's eight two Cougars. Hansen with the one-two pitch, and he struck him out. Great job by Ben Hansen to fight back, only allowing the one run, and the Cougars will take a six-run advantage to the top of the ninth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. As the world leader in essential oils, doTERRA's products help athletes around the world maintain the highest level of health and wellness. Our products are responsibly sourced and maximize performance, rest, and recovery for athletes at any level. doTERRA is proud to be the title sponsor of BYU Baseball and to support the student-athletes with their health and wellness goals. Learn more about how you can up your health and wellness game at doTERRA.com. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. Cougar fans, it's time to gear up and get loud for BYU Sports. The BYU Store is the number one source for all your quality, authentic BYU clothing. We carry the latest BYU Nike clothing and much more. This year's final tour game day shirt celebrates the last year of independence, and it's only $12.99. Get into the campus store, the stadium store, or online at BYUstore.com for the widest selection and best pricing of BYU clothing and accessories. The BYU Store, official outfitter for BYU fans everywhere. How would you describe BYU Radio? Inspiring. Compelling. Entertaining. Educational. Uplifting. Unifying. At BYU Radio, we bring together different ideas and beliefs and people from all walks of life with something to say. 
We strive to broaden your horizons and excite your imagination. In a culture focused on division, BYU Radio is focused on unification through information. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or download the BYU Radio app. BYU Radio, together. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. We've reached the top of the ninth. Austin Deming leading things off already with a home run in this ball game. A two-run shot in the second inning, his second of the season. And he looks at ball one from Knight. 1-0 pitch, low and away, 2-0. From the senior, Tanner Knight out of Eupora, Mississippi. The 2-0 pitch to Deming. Inside, 3-0. BYU leading 8-2 here in the ninth inning. Cougars looking to split the doubleheader today and take two out of the first three with game four on Monday. 3-0 pitch, taking all the way. Strike one to Austin Deming. Again, after this series wraps up Monday, travel day to Lafayette, Louisiana on Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday against the Raging Cajuns. And now a full count as Deming swung and missed on the 3-1 pitch. So full count to the Cougar third baseman. Knight with the payoff pitch, chopped foul, and Dem stays alive. Three balls, two strikes, nobody out. Knight kicks and delivers the payoff pitch. Another ball, chopped foul. Deming's going to make Knight work for this one. Ten hits here in the ball game for the Cougars. So far, produces, produced eight runs. 3-2 pitch, another foul ball. Deming is seeing the ball extremely well right now. Austin Deming, through three games right now, is hitting 538. Seven RBI already and three doubles. And he jammed him, a little slow roller to short. Ince gloves it and throws to first in time. Good defensive play there from Jeffrey Ince at short. Deming is retired for out number one. That'll bring in the right fielder, Ryan Sapiti. Sapiti with a solo home run in the seventh inning. He and Deming each with two on the season. Knights first pitch to Sapiti. High and inside, ball one. My son keeps uh, updating me with texts on what's happening on All-Star Saturday night and just dawned on me that he's watching that, not listening to his dad on the radio. 1-0 pitch. Misses 2-0. But I do appreciate the updates. Two balls, no strikes. 2-0 pitch. And a liner in right center. And it's a base hit for Ryan Sapiti. And it's the 11th hit of the evening for the Cougar batters. It's a one-out single for Ryan Sapiti. And the Cougars just keep hitting. 
Easton Jones at the plate. Picked up his first base hit as a Cougar in the seventh inning. He was tagged out, stealing second. Easton came in as a pinch hitter. Batting sixth in the order as the DH, and he looks at strike one from Knight. Easton's cousin is in my ward, so for a while I was actually uh, had her son in my primary class, so it's one of the things Easton and I have uh, been able to talk about. 0-1 pitch. Now 0-2. No balls, two strikes, one out. Knight with the pitch. Easton fouls it off to the right side. The count stays, no balls and two strikes. Tapiti at first after a one-out single moments ago. Brock Watkins in the on-deck circle for the Cougars. Knight gets the sign and now delivers the 0-2. Jones stays alive, gets a piece, fouls it back. Hedgeward, Hedgewood, excuse me, Hogart, combined those two names, and Birch, Thaxton Birch. Will pinch hit, and actually he's in defensively in center field, so the ball way outside, Knight, on the delivery, actually slipped on the mound. It's a good job by Slaughter behind home plate to keep that ball in front of him. Otherwise, Petey's probably at second. One ball, two strikes. The pitch. This is away. Two and two. As the train comes through, I believe that's the second train, and it's actually... Just the lead train. That did not have any, uh, I'm trying to think of the uh, the right word here. It wasn't carrying anything. The 2-2 pitch, and that misses. It's full count. No train cars behind that one. Full count, three and two. I was wondering why that train was going by so fast, because it wasn't pulling anything. The payoff pitch to Jones. And it's a strikeout of Easton Jones and out number two here on the top of the ninth. That'll bring in Brock Watkins with two outs and Ryan Sapiti at first base. BYU's lead, 8-2, six-run lead here in the ninth inning. Looking to close things out. In the bottom half, first pitch away, ball one to Brock Watkins. Brock 0 for 2 with a walk. Foul ball out of play, evens the count at 1 and 1. One ball, one strike. The 9-1 and 2 hitters do up in the bottom of the inning for the Bulldogs. Another foul ball off to the right side. 
And the Cougars down to their final strike. Here in the top of the ninth, leading 8-2. And they'll look to close it out in the bottom of the inning. Stay with us for post-game. Talk with Coach Pratt, hopefully a player as well. The 1-2 pitch. Ground ball, chopped to third. Across the diamond, and the throw is high. Watkins will be safe at first. I'm going to assume that's going to be a base hit. and it Nope, they're going to give that a error. It's going to be a throwing error. I'm not sure that Brock wouldn't have beat that out. But it's going to be error number three. So runners at first and second, two outs. So the throwing error, the E5, has Watkins at first and Sapiti at second. And the batter, first baseman, Cooper Vest. Cooper, one for four, single in the second. Knight looks back at second base and now delivers the 0-1 pitch. Now 0-2 to Vest. You hear the Bulldog faithful hoping for out number three. Here in the top of the ninth, Knight with the 0-2 pitch. And a ground ball. It is fair over the third base bag. Everybody will be safe. Coop goes the other way, perfectly placed right over the third base bag, and the bases are loaded with two outs. Good job of hitting there. It's the second single of the ball game for Cooper Best. Nice job, Coop. The number nine hitter, the catcher, Chase Peterson, will now bat with two outs, and the base is loaded. Cougars looking to add to their eight runs they've scored in the game. First pitch is a strike to Peterson. The inning began with Deming grounding out to short. 0-1 pitch, now 0-2. Ryan Cipede followed that up with a single. Easton Jones struck out, so you had two outs, runner at first. Since then, Watkins... Reaching first base on an E5. And now Cooper Vest getting a single. And it's a strikeout of Chase Peterson. So the Cougars will strand. The bases loaded. But they'll look to close things out when we head to the bottom of the ninth. BYU on top, 8-2. Back after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Utahns love staying active. And Intermountain Healthcare is here to help keep it that way. Because maybe you can't lift 500-pound plates like a lineman, but you might have what it takes to scale Olympus. Maybe you got three-foot range instead of three-point, but you can handle three feet of powder. It's a way of life. And if there's ever a setback, we're here to get the Cougs and you back out there. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. Yeah, uh-huh, we're a sports family. Two-a-day practices with muddy gear, driving in all kinds of weather to get to away games, and, of course, the gravel parking lots. 
Oh, and did we mention kids? So you can imagine what our car looks like, except it doesn't. We're big fans of defying expectations. So we go to Quick Quack and shine like all our, <laughs> I mean, our kids' trophies. Go for the win yourself and head to Quick Quack for a shine that lets you defy expectations. Today on Top of Mind, most of us are in search of the perfect place to live. The right people, house, amenities, climate. What if instead we looked for a city that needed us? I hope that people sometimes choose imperfect places, but they can come and make a little better. What makes a city great is today on Top of Mind. Or listen on demand anywhere you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review the show while you're there. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. We've reached the bottom of the ninth here at the Love Shack. And Cougar fans loving it tonight. 8-2. BYU has the lead, looking to close it out. And on the mound to do it is Boston Mabius. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Boston Mabius, number three, making his 2023 debut. Last year, Boston appeared in 12 games, had an ERA of 7.71, pitched nine and a third, six hits, nine runs, eight of them earned, 14 walks, nine strikeouts, and looking to close things out with his team up six runs on 12 hits. Colton Hedgewood, the number nine hitter, is one for three at a single and struck out looking twice. He'll lead off the bottom of the ninth. Maybe it's in to close things out. Boston's first pitch, strike one on a fastball. Great pitch from Mabius. Boston, one of the many Cougar players from the Las Vegas area. Had a couple of them participating in the uh, game tonight. The 0-1 pitch on its way, foul back to the screen, and Mabius jumps ahead of Hedgewood, 0-2. He's throwing the heat right now. Eight-tool, BYU's lead here in the bottom of the ninth. And the 0-2 pitch, ooh, just barely missed. Could have been strike three. Instead, ball one. As a team today, BYU batters hitting 300 in the ballgame. 1-2 pitch. Low, now 2-2. Two two. Louisiana Tech as a team batting 226. Two-two pitch on its way, foul back. What's really hurt Louisiana Tech today is the inability to get hits with runners in scoring position and runners in hits with two outs. Runners in scoring position, they're two for ten. And with two outs, they're one for nine. The two-two pitch, foul back. Conversely, BYU has excelled 
with runners on, the Cougars 7 of 20, three, batting 350. With runners in scoring position, 4 of 11, 364. And with two outs, are 6 of 18, 333. They have lived getting hits with men on base. Two balls, two strikes. The 2-2 pitch. And Hedgewood stays alive. Fouls it off. Making Boston work here. Base is empty. And a 2-2 pitch from Boston Mabius on its way to Hedgewood. Strike three looking. And Boston Mabius begins the 2023 season with a punch out. Nicely done, Boston. Jackson Hogart will bat. With one out, the base is empty. Excuse me, Jonathan Hogart. I said Jackson. I was looking at Jackson Slaughter. Jonathan Hogart looks at ball one from Boston Mabius. BYU two outs away from taking the second game of the doubleheader and two of three in this four-game series. Hogart, fly ball into right center. Sapiti from right moves over and makes the catch, and now two away. Bulldogs down to their final out. First at bat for Thaxton Birch. 5'10", 170-pound sophomore from Jackson, Mississippi. He came in as a defensive substitution, but getting his first plate appearance here. And it's up to him to keep things alive for the Bulldogs. They're down 8-2, and there's two outs, and the base is empty. In the first pitch, he fouls off strike one. Pretty impressive performance by the BYU Cougars after letting game one of the doubleheader slip away late. They came back with a vengeance here in game three of this series. A one pitch. Check swing. They will appeal. First base umpire says he did not go around. One and one the count. And again, some sarcastic applause for the call of didn't go around because that's a call earlier that got head coach Lane Burroughs thrown out. 1-1 one, one pitch on its way. Swing and a miss. Boston went right at him. 1-2. Bulldogs down to their final strike. Maybe it's looking to close it out right here. One ball. Two strikes. The pitch from Mabius. Missed inside. 2-2. Two and two. The 2-2 pitch on its way, and a check swing. Appeal says he did not go, and the count is full. So Mabius will try to end it on this next pitch. Full count, 3-2 and two, to Thaxton Birch. 
Fabius delivers the payoff pitch. Burt stays alive. Foul tip off to the right. Two away, base is empty, bottom of the ninth. BYU leading 8-2. The payoff pitch from Mabius. And Birch fouls it up and over the screen. Nice little battle here. Birch making the most of his first plate appearance of the season. The 3-2 pitch. Check swing, and the home plate umpire rung him up, and that's going to do it. They'll throw down to first to make it official, and the Cougars are going to get the victory 8-2. to two. The offense came alive early, and the Cougars get the win by six runs, 8-2 to two here in game three of the series, game two of the doubleheader. We'll take a break. We'll get you some post-game stats. We'll also have post-game player and coach interviews when we return to Ruston, Louisiana. BYU 8, Louisiana Tech 2 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.